you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Around the NFL podcast would make the sun go blind if it looked at them directly. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Colleen Wolf, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Disagree with the drop. Sun's still more powerful than the four of us, despite what some of us would like to think. Yeah, not more powerful than Head and Shoulders, our, our sponsor. That's true. Yeah. It won't make you go blind, Head and Shoulders, if you look at it, but it'll right. make your hair shine so bright that maybe if you look wow. at that, it nice. could blind you. Nicely played. Nicely yeah. played. Uh, she gets the big bucks. That's it. Mm, is that <laughs> That's yeah? right. Big three and a half. You know how like Chance the Rapper wears the hat that says three? Connie, three and a half. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... This is the Tuesday edition of the Around the NFL podcast, and we have such a busy show that we cannot, uh, can't screw around. We got a lot to get to because uh, let's go through it. I mean, we have the Monday night football recap. Nice game. Nice Monday night game. Yeah. Uh, things, are, things are looking good in, in the NFL after a shaky first couple of weeks that made me worry Great about game. the future of the league. Another nice primetime effort uh, by two football teams that play professionally. Uh, Feels like some ad copy you're reading right there. Also, uh, we will, for the first time this season, we're going to bring back the ATN Power Poll. We are, by the way, it's not the quarter poll. Uh, somebody uh, snootily commented on Twitter uh, not to me, but I just saw it in my tweet deck. In horse racing, the quarter pole is when there's quarter of the race left, which would be what oh. we would then think was the thir- three-quarter pole. Week 12, week 13. Yes. Uh, so the one-fourth of the regular regular season schedule is uh, complete for a lot of teams. Maybe it's the three-quarter pole. So let's pole check then. in. Yeah, whatever. The it's person like, needs to calm down. Yeah, they, everybody they calm they down really a little do. bit. Everybody calm down. And then finally, and Greg, I know you're excited. Oh, it's coming back, baby. The subreddit super contest week three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see what our listeners can blow this time. I mean, how wow. much easier can the questions get? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Massive disrespect. Yeah. L- listeners, we appreciate you. Greg doesn't. We do. Uh, and that's why I we're do. I give just want to give. I just want to give them the prize. 
they don't, they don't need to jump through all these hoops. <laughs> <laughs> Salty. Uh, so that's uh, that's what's going on uh, today. So why don't we uh, get right to work and start with a little Monday Night Football. 2020 tie, high snap, pull down. Butker's kick is up, and it's right down the boulevard! It's good! And the Chiefs take a 23-20 lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some, you know what? Oh! I love that call. Put it on the list, Loose Cannon. Who is that, by the way? Anybody know? Is that Mitch Holtis? Whoever it is, he's great. Mitch does a great job. Who is that, Erica? It is Mitch. Mitch with the call. And, uh, yes, uh, Harrison, great first name, by the way, Butker. Butker. Had a 43-yard field goal with eight seconds to play. Uh, It was his first game after he signed signed out the practice. God, what a a way to debut uh, on Monday night in Kansas City in the loudest building in the league. Seattle fans, what about our building? I don't know. Well, you guys figure it out. Anyway, uh, it gave the Chiefs a 23-20 lead. Uh, They then uh, got a last play of the game touchdown on some shenanigans. So 29-20 final over the Washington Redskins. The Chiefs uh, moved to 4-0 on the season, uh, the only undefeated team in the NFL through the quarter poll. We call it the quarter poll. Deal with it. Greg Rosenthal. <laughs> the first quarter could work. Yeah. Go back to the horse track with your cigar quarter and your mark. newspaper, your racing form. A very, a very slow start for the Chiefs. who were down 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter, uh, but they got their way back into it and then closed out in the fourth quarter. They dominated the final three quarters of this game. Yes, it, they were a Josh... Docks and uh, drop or or just couldn't come up with the catch in the end zone uh, away from possibly losing this game. But they looked like the better team. They held the ball the whole time. And Kareem Hunt is kind of the closer. Like this team, yes, they've been close every week. It's not like it's a dominant 4-0. With 10 minutes left in all, all four of their games, it's a one-score game, either up or down, they're close. But they find a way of kind of wearing on opponents in Kareem Hunt and the offense, and this time Alex Smith making a big play out of the pocket seems to save their best for last and tire out the opposition. I really thought it was a next level. It had Aaron Rodgers type feel pre-snap oh. with Alex Smith. I would rarely say that. He's a very smart quarterback, but drawing Preston Smith offsides over and over, constantly pulling penalties for free plays. It was the Chiefs don't have that overt weakness that you can point to in attack. They, they're just a very solid team. When it comes to Dotson, though, that drop, because we waited so long for him yeah. to have that game, it's like had he caught that, the entire league would be talking about Josh Dotson and the uprise they'd and, have. And, and Terrell Pryor had a good game finally, and, and instead Kirk he Cousins. dropped it. Kirk yeah. Cousins, I mean, he was the quarterback that impressed me the most in this game. Um, and I know he's, again, playing for a long-term deal, and he's going to get that money because I know um, – a lot of people maybe aren't aren't sold him on him still, but I think he made so many big throws, and that is a tough environment. Um, led the team in rushing. Yeah, yeah. Led the that's team in exactly rushing. what they I was going to say. After the Chiefs scored a touchdown, I believe to either go ahead or tie the game uh, in the second half. Uh, Cousins went right down the field and scored. Had the big hiccup, hookup with uh, Vernon Davis, and then threw a nice touchdown pass. He put that pass to Dotson right on the money. I mean. You got to make that catch. It wasn't like a blooper drop, but it's exactly a tough catch in a game like that where the stakes are high. 
you cannot ask for a better pass from your quarterback. So he made the pass. His, his team just didn't cooperate with him. I was very impressed with Cousins in this game. Yeah, I thought that they they needed to control the clock a little bit better in this yes. game. The Redskins, they their drives were so short, and they just I think put too much pressure on their defense. And the defense had way too many penalties too. So I, that really hurt them. But in terms of Kansas City, I thought Alex Smith was really locked in. The way that he was grabbing yards and, and running for it. And Travis Kelsey had such a great night. I can't really get past his dance in the end zone. Yeah, I've you never, liked it, right? I just was surprised by it. Hmm. I, don't, I don't think I can move like that. I watched this game at uh, Paramore Manor. Ah. And the Paramore and, and Chris Wesseling and especially the Paramore's mom were good very, there. Were very impressed <laughs> Thank you. with the dancing was, ability of Kelsey. I mean, this, this wowed women all over the country because I got a text from a friend of mine who I went to Dan college with. Rolls she was also, eyes. She was also <laughs> very impressed. Greg's getting Kelsey. texts from female college. She's a chi- you know, her, her husband's <laughs> a Chiefs fan. Yes, okay. her husband's a Chiefs fan. And she, she loved that movement on old Kelsey. Tra- in Travis Kelsey, Kelsey dance, yes. Is he going trying too hard? to let everyone know that the white boy can dance. Yes. Travis Kelsey, beyond anything else, uh, and I tweeted about this last night, uh, all his shenanigans on the field, he is like the prototypical um, popular jock from your high school that was a d- to everybody uh, and was mean and was cruel and picked on kids and didn't treat the women well in his grade. Wait, what? Nobody really a lot. Right You're projecting. You're Nobody projecting really liked him. Nobody really liked him. But because he had great hair and he could dance at the spring floor. Now you're really projecting. And he Are you uh, jealous play, of Travis Kelsey? Let me finish my point. <laughs> and he could catch a football and make plays. He was just popular by default. No one actually likes Travis Kelsey, but he's very popular. I thought Gruden, I mean, went out of his way to put him in his place last night in, in a way that Gruden would, whether you agree with it or not. And it, it, For all the penalties. Yeah, it's, it was a little bit. He's a bonehead. Week after much. week and, like, taunting the opponents and running up and down the field. It's just like, enough with this guy. We've I just seen don't it. like the I will guy. say one thing about this game, I'm projecting. I just don't like him. I hear you. I say one thing about this game because I, like, the last time the team that I actually love was good was, like, the 80s and 90s. So I'm one of these people that – like we'll nerd out on a couple beers like on a day off and watch like some 1988 game that's on YouTube because they have all these full games. Humble and they're brag? In- it's not a humble brag. No, it's a waste not, of time. There's much better brag. things I could be doing in my time. This had an old school feel to it. It's one of the few games this season that didn't feel like modernized arcade football. It had an old school defensive feel to it, and I enjoyed it as well, much as any game all year. One of the most fascinating dramas was what was left unsaid between John Gruden in the booth coaching his brother against the coach that really gave him a career mm. in Andy Reid. Yeah. And we should point it out because John Gruden didn't. Jay Gruden cost them this game. This game goes to overtime if Jay Gruden just listens to John Gruden. John Gruden says, very smart, you know, by the Redskins, not taking a timeout here. You don't want to give Alex Smith any time call, yeah. to play. That was with about, I think, 56 seconds left. There was a little before that. Seconds later, Jay Gruden takes a timeout that gives the Chiefs more time to run that offense. There was no reason for the Chiefs to have time there. Washington could have set it up in such a way because Kansas City wasn't taking that time out mm. in, a, in a way that they would have not had time to go down the field. And right after John Gruden says, like, very good, not taking a timeout, crickets. That's awkward. Didn't hear a yeah. word. Didn't yeah. hear a word about it. It's a tough position it was, to be in as a broadcaster. I understand you know, that, but it was still bad clock management by Jay Gruden, and, and it cost them. We see this with coaches. Yeah. Like, they're great at a lot of things, but clock management, often not one of them. I'm shocked it wasn't Andy Reid in that position. 
Right. A That's couple, crazy. A couple straight weeks, it's actually been the opposition, whether yeah. it was Anthony Lynn or, or some other coaches the Chiefs have gone against. Make it, Doug Peterson uh, yep. not making the best choices. How worried should Washington be about Chris Thompson? <laughs> what about him? I don't know. Like the, Why would they be worried at all? I don't know. The ball security just being not he's a been, part of he's the He's been attack. like one. I would say he's been their most valuable player on offense up until last night. He's a role player. It's interesting that in a night like – Monday night when they lose Rob Kelly to an injury, they just refuse to kind of turn it over to Thompson. Like he is really their James White third down back guy at a point where Samaj P. Ryan, that's who they should be worried well, about, is yeah. really struggled. But they just won't let Thompson kind of be the guy. He's a good role. They've player. talked about Thompson because of his size. Yeah, they they don't want to overuse him. And I, but he is he is they've done a lot on that team with the guys you think would have been massive producers up until Terrell Pryor last night having a nice touchdown catch. The Terrell Priors, the Reeds, these guys have not been the, the core of their offense. Reed Chris Thompson's been there big. There was a little bit of a push-off on that Terrell Pryor touchdown, yes. too. That's what yes. it does. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, all right, that's the Monday Night Football recap. How about the Chiefs, 4-0? Four, yes, they are. Of all the teams. They'll come up. We're going to do the little power poll later, and I think I think they'll probably be in the top half of the power poll. I'm not, I don't want to. Otherwise, that city will revolt and bury yeah. us. And there's something wrong with our quarter poll power poll. Let's do some news. <laughs> Buckkicker.com did a nice job. Uh. All right. The Bears have done it. They made the decision. Mitch Trubisky is their new starting quarterback. Uh, the Bears uh, handed the reins to their number two overall pick uh, this week, starting with week five, a Monday night game. Nice, nice job for a nice situation there for ESPN. Uh, John Fox made it official. Uh, he said it was a, dis- a decision that, quote, Needed to be made. Um, so it is it is over very quickly for Mike Lennon. Went one and three and four starts to open the city, uh, open the season. Colleen, Glennon just didn't show much. Do you think it was the right move to do it now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that uh, John Fox couldn't didn't really have a choice. He had to do it. Mike Lennon looks awful, especially in that Thursday night game. Look at the way he opened the game with the, the fumble right off the – top of the game and then he had a snap that went right off his knee there there was just so many things that happened in the game against him and he's not inspiring when you watch it you just don't think oh yeah they can do something here on offense this is a team that yeah when you look they don't really have wide receivers but they have a running game and they have a good offensive line so why not put Mitch Trubisky in there because he had a really good preseason I'd say of any of the rookie quarterbacks he's the one that you would have said if there weren't other you know sort of contract issues and politics behind the scenes going on Trubisky's the one who would have earned the week one start over someone over Deshaun Watson at that point things have changed with Deshaun Watson sure. But, I mean, Trubisky, is a, he extends the play. I think he makes the Bears' offense more palatable to watch, more enjoyable. Way more enjoyable. mobile. So yeah. I, it's, I wanted this to happen much sooner. It's happening soon enough. Fox, you know, I would think regrets starting Glennon. Uh, maybe regrets the wrong word. I don't know if he thinks that way, but – they're one and three. This is he's coached, I think, for sixteen straight years in the NFL. He's not gonna get a seventeenth unless Trubisky saves him. And Glennon wasn't gonna be that guy. Now Glennon played pretty well in week one. Even that like week last week, like you had a time when Tony Romo was saying during that game, Mike Glennon's played as well as Aaron Rodgers in this game. You know, that it's a blindside sack on the first play. It's like a ball bouncing off his knee. He did not play well. The problem is he's a veteran quarterback that was turning the ball over. He had three I think he had three picks or five picks and three 
fumbles. And Trubisky looks so good in the preseason. Yeah. But I think one thing we've seen with Watson is that preseason football doesn't have much to do with regular season football. And that cuts both ways. So now you're ga- you get the game plan on both sides. That's really helped a guy like Deshaun Watson, having O'Brien cook up a scheme just for him for a week. We'll see if the Bears can do that with Trubisky. He doesn't, he doesn't have anyone to throw to, really. I mean, Kendall Wright's his top wide receiver. And, uh, yeah, a reminder is the way sports are, like – just like Kirk Cousins and uh, Josh Dotson would be heroes today if they could connect on that play. You know, Jordan Howard makes that catch in week one against the Falcons uh, and the Bears upset Atlanta uh, in their opener. Maybe he has a little bit more rope to play with, but that's just not how it worked out. And, right. But you can't really feel well, this sorry was, for no, that. Yeah, this was coming no, at some well. point. And played, I'm, maybe they would even bought him an extra week and then Fine. maybe he does something But now you give him – you have an you have, if it matters or not, it, the fact that it was a Thursday night game – up until yeah. what a Monday night game, you get an extra. It's it's a good the right transition. It's time. a good for America too. I mean, we got to watch this Bears team, and Trubisky <laughs> is fun. Well, America watch. doesn't I, have to watch. I, Bears have been fun in a Monday long time. Monday night football. He was fun to watch. So if nothing, even if he's not perfect, it's that's why it's better. good news for ESPN because I think a lot of America may have chosen not that to watch. That would have been a tune-out Mike game. Lennon, and now that now there's a lot more uh, to be compelled about about that game. Moving on, Derek Carr, <clears throat> he's going to miss some time. Bad news. Very bad news for the Oakland Raiders. Um, Jack Del Rio told reporters Monday that his star passer is dealing with a transverse process fracture in his back. Uh, Del Rio said there's a real good chance he'll miss this week, and he could be um, – uh, he said the signal caller's time on the shelf could be as short as two weeks. So they, they are optimistic uh, that it won't be a long absence, which is good. But uh, if, that, if the injury is familiar at all, Mark – uh, to listeners out there, it is the same injury that shelved Tony Romo last preseason and then opened the door for D- Dak Prescott, and it was ironic or a coincidence that Tony Romo was calling that game on Sunday. There you go. I mean, my, my concern oh, for the Raiders— Was it ironic or a coincidence? I won't delve into that. I feel like anything. I feel like nothing is ironic anymore. Every time anyone points out anything, there's irony. If It's like, no, it's not, and here's the three reasons why it isn't, so I'm not going down that road. Okay. But really? I will say this. Who does that? Huh? I don't know. Every ironic. time everyone... I think, I think that's ironic that, that Tony was in the booth for that. Yeah. I mean, it's intriguing. I'll, I'll leave it's it right a, there. Yeah, I guess it's an interesting wrinkle, but back, <laughs> back injuries are so dicey. I just don't... I just. It don't is an see. interesting wrinkle, for sure. <laughs> well, great. I mean, for the coach to say, oh, we think it's he'll intriguing. be... They don't know. They're going to have to wait and see. I don't think it's going to be two weeks, that's for sure. Are you questioning Derek Carr? I think he's going to be back. Is this a man <laughs> that's strong of character? He's got to be a fast healer. He's a leader. <laughs> and uh, he's a God-fearing hey, man, and God will look out for him. Well, we have history of this, though. Tony Romo only missed one game with this injury in 2014. Cam Newton only missed one game with this injury. Yeah, but everybody's different. Everyone's, everyone's different. I know. I'm different. just saying it's possible. Derek right. Carr is young. He's young, and he's, it's, not, it's not Tony Romo at his age. Right. I'll say this. My concern is that the, you know, here we get an EJ Manuel who, with Buffalo, was a turnover machine, looked okay on Sunday. And my concern is that this, build, this, this Raiders offense has not been productive, has not been very watchable with Carr in the lineup. No. So, yeah, the last two weeks. And they got to play the Ravens. Yeah. Good defensively. The you offensive might not line, much. who we talked up all offseason, it's not looking as strong as I thought it was going to be. And they can't run the ball either. So if you don't have Derek Carr out there, Michael Crabtree was banged up. This offense worries me. I would say if, if, they, if, it, if he does not come back after the Ravens game, you have the Chargers and the Chiefs back-to-back. 
divisional matchups, then the Bills and the Dolphins. So it, I don't, I'm not sure we'll see him in two weeks. We'll see. In other quarterback injury news, Andrew Luck of the Colts will return to practice this week, according to CBS Indianapolis. Um, have we gotten it from our own people as well? All right, but CBS Indianapolis, Indianapolis is reporting that Luck will be back on the practice field, which is um, obviously a big, a big step for him. Um, and uh, uh, it's a situation where he's already missed four weeks. You would think maybe in a best-case scenario, maybe you get to see him in week six. Uh, we don't know, but this is a big step, Greg. It is, and, and my fault, our, our place didn't need to confirm it because Chris Ballard did release a statement saying – What's your favorite type of frog? <laughs> That's what he said? <laughs> no, he said uh, that Andrew Luck Bullfrog. will be back at practice this week. So this is official, and after talking about this story – you know, endlessly endlessly we called it out in april like hey this is going to be a story keep an eye on that maybe he's not going to be back just don't assume with this type of injury that he's going to be ready for the start of training camp forget the start of training camp we're hopeful maybe week six he's back on the field maybe week seven you look at their schedule it's like you got to win one more maybe with Brissett to keep them in the mix yeah. wasn't there oh yeah Ooh, slice me off a piece of that jake brisket after you're done slicing off a piece of that, wasn't there a sandwich bet involved with Andrew Luck and someone else that, that Connie Ooh. Fox? Oh, it was Mike Glennon and Andrew Luck. You said you uh, propped out that uh, Mike Glennon would have more starts this season than Andrew would have Luck. fewer starts than well, fewer starts Andrew Luck, and that's probably not going to happen. We don't know yet. Well. I don't know what's going to happen. Right, it's true. I wouldn't celebrate yet. Like you, you can't assume that Andrew Luck is going to stay healthy. I'm not celebrating. It's not. I'm not that invested (laughs) in it. I got a lot of stuff going on. I, I just. I still don't really know if I would get a sandwich out of it or not. We, yes, well, yes. How do I? How do I get a sandwich out of this? You get a sandwich if Glennon ends up starting more games than Andrew Luck. All right, that's right what I now, need to happen. If you read the tea leaves, <laughs> it is not looking good. But right. you never know what could happen in a football season. Mitch Trubisky could bomb or get hurt, and then Glennon could still beat can still in, uh, beat him out. Or injuries the could happen luck. for either side. Luck, right. yeah. Trubisky, who knows? The rules remain yet. so hyper-murky for you on that game. <laughs> that is my favorite part of... I don't know. I don't know why. It's we do, we're just guiding her through it gently. Uh, we love our Connie Fox. and <laughs> You deserve sandwiches, though, just for you know joining us each week as a thanks we should get. Wow. Are, are we going to ring sandwich. the bell on that, too? <laughs> what is going on with Greg today? <laughs> um, <laughs> and finally in the news. So Andrew Luck on, his, on the mend. Uh, and that's great news for the Colts fans. And Jake Brisket, yes, has done a great job uh, keeping them in contention. Last bit of news, uh, people, before we move on. Uh, our friend, our good friend, friend of the show. He's never been on the show. Uh, doesn't know who we are. But he's our friend, Jarris Bird, uh, has a job. Jairus Byard. Jairus Byard. Carolina Panthers uh, have found a short-term replacement for injured safety Kirk Coleman. It is Jairus Bird, who was once a star for the Buffalo Bills, signed a big contract with the Saints and belly flopped out of the league uh, and now is getting a chance to, uh, you know, get his career back. Uh, For now, anyway. Are you happy for him? Just for the return of the drop. Yeah. I, I'm rooting for him. That's a yeah. that's a good place to. I root for everybody to re- recover not, not your Travis career. Kelsey. But especially if there's a drop, you need to make a drop for Travis Kelsey. I mean, it was one of the more regrettable um... <laughs> sneer. <laughs> Greg is attempting to finish his point. Right. No, I, your point ahead, is more entertaining. Go one ahead. of the more regrettable decisions Chris Wesseling and I ever made, and I'll, I'll put the blame on myself that he was our number one free agent of the 2014 class. 
in the entire NFL. I mean, you're not. You guys weren't alone. I don't think. I think he was a hot commodity at that. And then the rest of the list doesn't look too great either. Eugene Monroe, Michael Johnson. Well, yeah, enough of hey, free agency. I guess, it, yeah, it's another <laughs> reminder, and let, let the Jairus Bird be the patron saint. Don't think that you're going to build a champion in free agency necessarily. Use the draft. Or just don't look at our list because Michael Bennett, Akib Talib, and Brent Grimes are down there 9, 10, and 12, and those are some stuff. I had Mike Bennett wow. much higher on my list, <laughs> Awkward. which was unpublished. So welcome back, Jairus. Uh, let's move on. Okay, it is time. Get excited. Uh, it is time to talk. Uh, shoulders of Greatness, presented by Head & Shoulders, the Thursday night football preview, and we got a great one. This is a legitimately great, uh, intriguing, uh, I'm going to say it, fascinating TNF matchup uh, between the New England Patriots, uh, the league's best offense, or close to it, and, and the worst defense statistically, uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bucs uh, who just Barely beat the Giants. They're two and one. Uh, there's been Mark. There's been some leaks with the the Bucks so far in the old Bucks ship. Uh, <laughs> and, but here come the Patriots. Good imagery. And again, the Patriots in a place that they've been in before early seasons in the last ten or, ten years or so, where a lot of people are doubting them. This feels like to me one of those games where the Patriots make one of their Patriot statements and destroy the opponent. But this is also a very strange start for New England on defense. You know, we're about to talk our power poll, and we typically you just rubber stamp New England number one, and then you create the intrigue from there on out. And I think we're going to find out that's not necessarily the case this year because the problems that we've had, and we've talked about it all season, it starts with the defense. It's not just that it's statistically the worst defense in the league. It just looks somewhat unfixable right now. And the thing that concerns me for New England is that if Doug Martin for Tampa Bay, he's back, he's eligible to play, and that's what's been missing for me with Tampa Bay was a ground game that can really create balance for that and make the passing game that much more unpredictable. If Doug Martin looks like the Doug Martin from the preseason, New England, this will be an interesting game, and it will go till the end. We'll see. I, could, I could totally see this happening. I think that if they do send Doug Martin out there and he does – play a lot in this game because they said that they don't really know what his he looks great going to be. in the preseason exactly. I think he's going to play a lot I think that that will be Screw good the for preseason. Deshaun Jackson who we haven't seen a whole lot from he's frustrated right now he was targeted six times uh, this week and he only caught two passes for 20 receiving yards you know that that's not going to sit well with him, and yep. he's going to start pouting. They've tried pouting. to get him involved. He's just missed a few big plays that would make it look different, this but it hasn't, week, it hasn't right, happened. Though. It remind, this would make sense that yeah. he, would, he would break out against this defense, but it's funny. It makes me think of the hard knock scene. It was one of my favorite scenes of the, the last season where DJX approached Jameis Winston on the sideline during a preseason yeah. game and was like, something like, I want you to love me. I want you to love me the way you love uh, your boy Mike and and – and Winston had a comment along the lines, oh, I already do love you, but, you know, Mike made gave me reasons to love him. And there was, like, a nice, interesting dynamic between a veteran pass catcher and kind of a volatile personality at times earlier in his career. Hashtag and entitlement. And young guy. Uh, <laughs> and you wonder what's going on behind the scenes as we're uh, getting deeper into the season and D-Jax has not made. I mean, he looked impact. a little frustrated during that Giants Ab- game. Absolutely, because – they, they've thrown about 20 times to him. He has nine catches. And Cameron Brate's a little more consistent. Adam yeah. Humphreys has more catches right now. Yeah. But I want to see if this secondary of the Patriots that we, I was all excited about, people were all excited about this secondary. All right, let's upgrade with Logan Ryan 
Let's put in Stefan Gilmore. We still got Malcolm Butler. He's not really playing that well right now. We still got Devin McCourty, who is the leader, I would say, of that defense back there. I think he's played just fine, but you have Patrick Chung. Like, this team, it's communication. They put a lot on their players in terms of the way they change their scheme on a week-to-week basis. Let's game plan this way. You guys talk. We're going to change up the schemes based on what the offense is doing. It's that way at both sides. And when that's not working, then you see what happened last week against the Panthers, where there's just guys open by 25 yards, and especially Eric Rowe, who might not be healthy to play in this game, and Gilmore, really seem to be struggling with that. And this is not the offense you want to you want to go against. Because I know they haven't been perfect this year, but they looked better last week against the Giants overall. And it's a lot of weapons. And in one specific way, you mentioned Cameron Brait. They also got O.J. Howard totally open. And that Giants defense, the Giants have issues, but their secondary and their ability to cover pass catchers has been solid this season. And Brait and Howard torched them. Utterly decimated New York early. This is going to sound like a reverse jinx, but... I'll reiterate, I think the Patriots are going to blow up on the Bucks in this game because I, I still think the Patriots are going to be right there at the end of the season, and they're going to start figuring things out. I know it's a short week, uh, which is not going to make it any on easier. On the road. Is this on like- the road against Matt Patricia and company. I understand all that, but I know this team and this coach and this quarterback too well to doubt them and think that they're gonna. it's going to be like the Chiefs game two years ago in primetime. I think they're going to wax the Bucks, who I think have more problems. That than sounds this like out. you're locking it up. <laughs> oh, that's a Thursday lockup. The Never heard of it. Are you guys going to let me lock up the Patriots? I, I, I do would. That. Well, sure. I, they, would. I don't even know if they're favored. They if probably. you guys all signed off on it, I'll do it. I'd sign off. Go for if it. You, hey, yeah. all right. Well, I'll lock up the greatest team of all time. <laughs> Thanks. All right. I'm up to three and two in locks. Murdia. Dan's walked right one. into our trap. <laughs> <laughs> no, once again, a no-lose situation here for the old Zeuser. Yeah, that's, that's true. A good point. Yeah. You came into my spider web, don't that you was see? A, yeah, that was a thorny <laughs> bit of psychological warfare that started against New England and may have turned on us. We'll the, see how that The went. Bucks get Quan Alexander back. He announced it on Instagram. I don't know if they get Levante David back, but I, I am interested to see how the Patriots hold up up front. I, I've said it here, but Tom Brady, I think, is playing as well or better this year than he did a year ago. He he is to me the MVP or the best player in the league so far, but I don't think it can and it can hold up. And Gerald McCoy's playing pretty well. Like they they need to do a better job around him, protecting him. Your friend Susie Grimes is going to be licking her wounds after Thursday. What's her name again? It's not Arge Grimes. Nico. That is Nico. Susie Grimes, potentially a relative of of Miko Grimes, but oh, not no. not her. Well, she's like a big Bucks fan. Maybe she'll be upset too. Susie Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. Marge right. Grimes. Carlita. Grimes, uh, Grimes. There's so many options. The Grimes sisters. Well, they wouldn't actually. They wouldn't necessarily have this last same last name as their sister married to a Grimes uh, <laughs> family I member. Mean, but now you're making great points. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Families work. That is shoulders of greatness uh, presented by Head and Shoulders. All right, here we go. It is time to uh, let's take a step back, guys. Let's uh, let's check out the North Star. Let's look above the treetops. Let's drain the water from the ocean. Anything open else? The, open the kimono while Let's we're open, the, open kimono, the kimono. Show off our junk and talk about the NFL okay. through four weeks. <laughs> it's time for the power poll. Screw you, Twitter. The quarter poll power poll. <laughs> you can't hold us down. All right. So, Greg. Quarter mark power. I mean, just hearing the word poll twice so so quickly in succession, mm. I don't really like but that. Too much for you. Two too different spellings, polls. though, so it's kind of yeah. like cute, too, in a way. It's a little bit of weird symmetry. Anyway, 
Greg, do you want to? You not only handled the math on this, which I think was a smart mm, move, swiftly too. Um, you also, uh, yeah, I felt you, like that was, you know, a little bit of stereotypes went into that. Like, oh, what? let's have the Jewish guy do the numbers, but okay, let's. Well, let's that's in your own head. We, <laughs> you, wow, you, you asked to do it actually, so that's the thing you've dealt with for wow. a while. What's with the self-loathing, bro? Well, that's a Jewish thing too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you, but you were carrying the. Let's use more cliches. You carried this one over the goal line before the show, Greg, uh, tabulating and, and whatnot. So what, let's go through the league. Uh, we'll try not to make this too painful. It's go. Yeah, we each, we each came up with our poll, and we averaged it out, and, and there we go. Was it the mean or the average? It's the average. Okay, what's the mean again? The mean would be, what, the high and the low, and then you, you cut it right down the middle, I believe. But isn't that the average? The, yeah, that, the mean is Help the me average. out if I'm wrong the there behind the, the glass. But mean's the average. The median is oh, it's what's the median. Right oh, the median is what I'm thinking of, I think. Yeah. I don't. By the way, the thing is, Dan constantly really touted as this terrible math person, awful at math, constantly getting fifties and sixties on quizzes, and then having to hide them, forge a signature. Are you trying my to come, Are you trying to come from my math corner? I'm not. I don't even want it. It's it's a, it's a, it's ridiculous. It I, caused, came, I came to your tumult. corner with the Browns, and and you sent me away. Well, you tried. I'm, I'm going to send you away from this corner. I'm just saying. I can't. I, I if you like, you know, fifties and sixties, like a thirty-six, I had to go home and get signed by a mom. I just you forge that oh, signature. You bring worst. that thing back forged. Did you guys get homework reports? Our school district. Absolutely. Uh, if you missed an assignment, the teachers had the option of filling out a very a, a brief Xerox form uh, with your name and the assignment you missed. Yeah. And if, if he or she uh, felt like it, maybe a little bit more about well, you know what a, a mm. bad student you yeah, are, with you. these things, your uh, behavior or whatnot. Um, I went through a phase. I wasn't a hideous student, but I did go phase, through phases in my life in junior high where I just wouldn't do homework. And um, the homework reports start to pile up on you after a while. Uh, so me and my cousin Matt, who also didn't do his homework, uh, got in the habit of like getting to the mailman before he reached the Absolutely. mailbox. Oh yeah, that's the trick back then. Yeah. And uh, say, oh yeah, we're gonna grab this for uh, our parents, you know. And uh, the homework reports never got there. But then what happens is this is how we got banged. How I got banged on this. You. Uh, there was like a back to school thing or a teacher called. Sometimes the teacher will call too. And he's like, well, as you know, uh, Danny has had 32 homework reports. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> oh, no. Your son has never wow. accomplished a yeah. homework assignment ever. And like reality, life. like maybe two or three got through the system if I was at soccer practice or something. Yeah. But yeah, so. No, you, I would, I would, well, I would yank, doesn't yank pay, one folks. from the mail. It's like an issue. Yeah. You get like the report card would come in this yellow envelope with the school's like stamp on it. Take it home. Parents still out for about another hour and a half. Yep. Dig a hole in the yard, bury the report card in the yard, and then put the dirt over it, yep. put the grass over it, go inside like nothing happened. And one last note to you kids out there. Wow. You kids out there listening, uh, I'm now 37 years old, and I'm doing exactly the job that I want to do. Bury those school reports. You don't reports. need math. You don't need anything. No, you don't need anything. Just graduate, stuff. get yep. the diploma. And don't get bogged down with these extracurriculars, signing up for 400 clubs. Go have fun. I, I was yeah, so bad yourself. at math that for the SATs, my parents – uh, sent me to take a course and it was like guaranteed your score goes up or your money back and we got our money back. <laughs> <laughs> I Beat plummeted after taking that Beat class. All right, anyway, so uh, sorry for the digression there, folks. Um, back to the power pole, mean, average, median, whatever. Um, we broke it into how many tiers, Greg? Five or six. <laughs> there seems like a <laughs> I mean, lot you of You can tiers. look. Way to take it over the goal line, Greg. 
Six, I'm, seven? I'm saying seven. Be the seven, dog here. seven tiers. Seven, eight, though. All right, that so one? What is the eight, WTF? Eight, actually. I'm yeah. incorrect. All right, let's go. Let's go. You want to go top to bottom on this? I think we go. Let's go bottom let's to go top. Let's go bottom to top. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. Way to uh, see the North Star, Greg. All right, what do you got? <laughs> well, the, the number 32 team is all by itself in a, in a tier that you can guess who named it. It's called the Distant Dark Netherworld, and it's uh, the Cleveland Browns. Who, Mark, you know, everyone else, you know, we ranked them 1 to 32. He had the Browns 55th in the league. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Get to 32, and we'll talk. Yeah, well, I mean, no one's going to argue that. It's, it's just – we talked about this on our last show, so we don't need to delve yeah. into it. But here we are again. The Browns, a quarter of the way through the season, again, the consensus worst team in football. They're getting worse. That was, that was the worst game for Kaiser, the worst game for the Browns. They, I think they can bounce back, but they have absolutely no pass rush, absolutely no wide receivers. It's just like chunks. No of run the, game. Chunks of the team. But I think the run game could happen. Like the players are there. My one concern like is I don't see the next team that's as close and tough to watch as them. They got a lot to work on. Well, what according to our – did everyone? so everyone had the Browns last. Yeah. Who is the closest to the Browns? The, the Colts are, and I don't think there's some huge difference between the Browns, the Colts, the 49ers. So in the, in the group uh, – 25 to 31. We called it. It's getting late early, mm. and uh, ultimately, a, a not uh, incredibly original. I but like it. It does the job. Yeah, like yeah. it take. You know exactly what the tier means. Yeah. Good it, job by Greg on that one. I thought it's it's a moral victory for the Jets to be the 25th best team in the league. Well, they're, they're on the bubble. Right. They're at 25. Uh, the New York Giants, uh, who were pi- – I went back and looked at the NFL.com predictions for the year. Four out of 15 NFL.com analysts had them in the Super Bowl. Four. Thank you, including a former NFL GM. So Right. Wow. So a lot of people Which love one? the Giants. They're 26. Uh, 27th is the Chargers, who uh, I had uh, going far in the playoffs. You're not alone. The, chi- the, the Bears at 28. Dolphins at 29, another one of the most disappointing teams in the league. 49ers and Colts about where we expected them mm-hmm. to be ahead of the season. Um, I was curious because I had on my rankings. And if you scroll down, I have all your individual Oh, you do? Rankings. Okay. Yeah. I had the Jets at 23, um, mm. so that would say that you guys were all kind of in that same realm. Yeah, I had them at 26. Yeah. 25. Uh, there you go. So far, they pretty amazing. It. I mean, them. after these last two weeks, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're good. But their defense is competitive, and they're—I think—they're playing hard. All right, what's the next uh, category? You get, you get an honest effort out of these Jets. Uh, you got to give Todd Good Bowles credit work. for sure. He is, and Wes had a lot of fun at at Todd Bowles' expense because they asked him directly if they're rebuilding, and head coaches don't say that. He just—he's doing the best that he can with that team, and so far the best is 500. And that's not bad. We'll we'll move on, but I will say the Dolphins are in the best spot of all these teams because they've only played three games, mm-hmm. and they've been on the road for about a month. They have had a lot of things going on with them. You can envision a scenario. Maybe they can reset their season. It's only one and two. They, they've got, I agree with that. They're at 29 cause they've been, they deserve it, but they could move up. All right. I don't think the 49ers are staying at 30 either, but okay. Interesting. You think they're going to get, better? I see, I see hope in every game for them, but I, it may take a, more than this season, but the, the next section is stand up, be brassy. Ooh, I like that. And, uh, now we're back in more original terrain. Yeah, like this is good. <laughs> 24, <laughs> You know, a lot of comments. You, you could. I asked you if you wanted to throw in some names, and you I know. I just. I said you should be the North Star, and I think you're doing a good job on balance. Well, Mark and I both both came up with these names. <laughs> I came up with distant dark netherworld. Sticking to it. Uh, Twenty four is the Ravens. 
Yikes. Not a good start to their season. I, yeah. I could almost bury them a little I more. I was going to say, I'm surprised that they're not in. It's getting late Let's early. Hmm. I had the Ravens well, at 25. Well, they're 2-2, two two, I guess. Yeah, but. You're right. That's you, fair. Like, it's been pretty grim. Maybe a recency uh, bias is, is playing in because they were they were perfectly fine the first two weeks. They've been dreadful the last. Yeah. Two weeks. They have I'll say this: their though. offense like against Pittsburgh, their offense has held their defense hostage. Their defense is not as bad as it was in that Jaguars game. Right, and the week before, everything was broken. So it's they like, have something to them: a coaching staff, uh, an organ that makes you believe they'll get better. Yeah. They just haven't been able to pass the ball though at all. Oh, they're, they're a hideous that, watch on offense at, at all since the beginning of the season. Yeah, seems like a factor for them. The Bengals <laughs> had twenty three. Dan and I both had them in the playoffs. Uh, not quite done yet. One and three. The Cardinals, 22. Jaguars, 21. So we're not quite buying all the way in on the Jaguars yet. No. Saints at 20. Vikings at 19. Titans all the way down at 18 after a bad Can- performance. And the Bucks, who I guess we're not really uh, buying into too much at 17, right in the middle. By the way, I love this. I'm the one that uh, all the Tennessee fans get upset with on this podcast. I had them 16. And if they're at 18, that means my friends here – both had them lower. I had them at 18. Uh, which is interesting. And Mark had them at 18 as well. Yeah. Um, and the one comment I'll make about that tier, uh, additional comment I should say, is I believe Cincinnati will rise. I'm now feeling. To at, what? I you, think, do you believe in Bill Lazor? I believe that uh, by the time we, if we do this exercise at the halfway point, I do believe in Bill Lazor, by the way. Um got a lot of tweets. Yeah, people driving off the road yeah. right this part of it. Yeah, I believe the one. lasers, maybe the volume should be down a little bit. No, it's I'm saying it should go up. It's a little dangerous. I believe by the midway point uh, when we do this exercise again, I think the Bengals will be a 500 team and will be in the mix, and that's a kind of a weird division. So, Colleen, if you were picking a not team, done with them. team in this group to – Stand make up, be the brassy divi- group. The, the, that would, would stand up and be brassy and make, let's say, the divisional round of the playoffs. To make, oh, okay. You know, uh, like really get out of this and be brassy. This team's probably, got a chance. Probably the Bucks. Uh, they've only played three games. so They've won two of them. Yeah. Right, and they're at probably the top the of this tier. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, too. And Sam Bradford gets back if he plays better or plays the way he did before he got the knee Vikings injury. have a lot to yeah. like. Yeah. Losing yeah. Dalvin Cook stinks. For it, it really does, but they have a lot of playmakers on That's defense. True. I forgot Their offenses that. look yeah. good. That's I killer. think they belong you with the Art 19 Latavius right now. Latavius Murray, and his ankle isn't even 100% yet. So what are you doing on the ground there? Wait, did we all have them at 19? I had them at 19. I had them at... I'm a little... I, I had them at 16. I'm a little okay. burnt from last season, but that's not fair. But I had them at... 20. So I think they have real upside. They, they've they looked good at, for long streaks Case of time. Case Keenum. So. I, that was one where I apologize for anything derisive. We said that they need Sam Brad. Case Keenum played great in that game that they only scored seven points. They have a lot to like. It was a bit of a fluky game. They've generated offense. They've got the – I think there's still something there. All right, what's next, Greg? Surprisingly frisky. Just the three-team uh, tier here. Lions, Redskins, and Bills. Lions at, Lions fans feeling a little slighted on this podcast, and this isn't going to help. No. They're 3-1 and one in, in that 14th in the league on our power pool. Yeah. Uh, I had them at 18. I, I guess I just so – You were the one that was – 3-1, yeah. and one, and they could be undefeated too if that Golden State touchdown. I had them at right 13. Way. I had them at 11. And Mark had them at 11. 11. So it's really Lions. Dan. Yeah, you know, I, send I your guess, comments to Dan. You know, yeah, send your comments to me. I don't – I, I apologize if, if if I'm not respecting your team yet. I will uh, watch this game and, and and watch it and 
see what I say. The one thing outside I don't know, of that like, Falcons game, they're closing games out. Like that's a, that's something that Lions. I know last year with their crazy last second business, but mm-hmm. they're a different team than last year. I more Amir fun to watch. Abdullah too. Yeah, Abdullah looks good. Mm-hmm. The defense is fourth in the league in points allowed. They're one of the only teams that are ranked in the top ten in points scored and points allowed. It's a little fluky sometimes this early in the year. I don't know if they're that like the Jaguars, for instance, are in the top six in both categories. I don't know what the Jaguars are. Well, they're ranked 21st. Yeah. They need to stand up and be brassy. The uh, next uh, tier, playoffs or bust? I'm just saying if these teams – What does that teams, mean exactly? It, I'm saying if these teams don't make the playoffs, their fans should be disappointed. At this point, they, A lot of they, issues. they've shown enough and or they came into the season with enough that it's like it's a team that you got to be disappointed Are at. we listing all the teams as we're going along? Yeah, here? I list them all. All right, good. Set them all. Okay, good, good. We didn't talk about the Reds. I got Reds. scared for a second there that we were just like cherry-picking teams and no one listening to the show is no. actually hearing the list. <laughs> Redskins, <laughs> at, right, by the way, Redskins at 15, but the Bills at 16, they're not going to be happy with us. We just need to see a little more. Yeah, just give us I, a couple more. A couple more big-time performances. You're, you're a mid-level team. That's that's overachieving right now. But these other teams, they got more players going on. It's not just going off the standings. Eagles at six, and we'll dive into that in a second because that is high to me. Falcons uh, at Eight Panthers at nine. That feels high a little. I had the Falcons at thirteen. I, I I'm a little bit. I don't know. Like Matt Ryan's regressing a little bit, at least in terms of his production. Not even a little bit. He's been down way off from last season. Touchdown rate and things of that nature. Uh, and they could easily be one and three right now. I had them at four. And Mark had them at three. So that was one wow. where we really disagreed. I, st- I still at. believe in them quite a bit. To me, they've been exactly what I expected. They're one of the really? few teams that I can say that about. Tevin Coleman. DeMond I think it's a top five or six offense, and I think the defense is better. Defense, I kind of know what I'm getting with them. The defense yeah. is going to get better, too, because they'll get Vic Beasley back. And right. Tack McKinley, I mean, he's still a rookie. He's getting better and better every week. I know that their games have been close, but just looking at the balance of their team, I, I kind of like what I see still. I think mm-hmm. they got the, the, the guts of what I expected. I think the Panthers are maybe a little too high at Panthers nine. are at nine. To finish just going through it, Texans at 10. Cowboys, and th- these are three teams that could have had their own tier in terms of just being a little disappointing big-name team so far. Cowboys at 11, Raiders at 12, and Seahawks at 13. So you don't like the Panthers that high. Well, I just think this past week is the first time that I have sort of been buying into them. Like, that, this was the only game so far this year that I was like, okay, yeah, like, they, they look good now. They they went into Foxborough. That was a big game for them, even though that defense stinks but I thought that Cam Newton looked better. He was running around. He looks more confident. I think now I can buy into that defense where or that offense, whereas all the other games I couldn't. With I'll that. talk about the Eagles. They're actually like we went six to eight because they're tied with the team above them, so it's six and seven. But the Eagles to Mark me, put them at two. I really, I put them at I nine. I really like the Eagles, and I think that I know, they're 11. the kind of team that's growing into who they are, and they're going to be a factor deep into the two. season. That's big. That's cool. That's good. I like that we all disagreed quite a bit on a few of these teams. For instance, Dan had the Texans much higher than anyone else. He had them at five. I don't think they were at 15 for me. I don't think they were in Mark's top top 10 either. So you you think Deshaun Watson. uh, you guys convinced me a little bit that the Falcons probably deserve to be a little bit higher. And maybe the Texans, I could have put a I little bit lower. I had Texans lower, at 12, I, which is a playoff team. I'm really, you know, I'm just maybe getting it, trying to get in on the ground floor a little bit with the Texans and Watson and thinking that this season can go in a really big way for them uh, effective now. Panthers, I like as a, I put them the highest. I guess I was the one that jacked them up at six. I think they're 
they're going to get better as the season goes along offensively, and I like the talent. I just look at their roster, and I like it. they got to feel good to get out of here. Three In, our work, uh, in our work chat room, there is nonstop, endless bickering and discussion over the Panthers because David Ely, my supervisor, right. is a hyper Panthers fan, and other people in the room cannot stand the Panthers, and I am exhausted with the team because of this alone. <laughs> you have uh, We have the Patriots uh, tied at sixth in the – WTF category, we kind of hit them yeah. in the preview, but they have their own place. And well, I, re- I remember, we, I remember just three years ago, we did this exact same exercise, and after the first quarter of the season, they were two and two, coming off a terrible game, and they weren't in the top seven or eight. So this has happened before. Well, so Greg had them at seven. Dan had the Patriots at wow six. Six. Okay, I just didn't see that there, and I had them. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, they're I was digging, like, where did I'm I dipping down into the teens. <laughs> I had them at nine. Show me something. Stand up, be brassy. I'm not putting them that low, but yeah, be brassy, Bill <laughs> Belichick. Uh, you Prove yourself. It's not the end of the world if they have a 10 or 11 win season where they get better as they go. Like for most, uh, for us, it isn't. For most teams, that's a great season. T- team of around the NFL is top five. The, the Los Angeles Rams. I love it. Team of they have to be. I mean, come on, they're the team of ATL. I put them at nine. I guess I was the most. Not skeptical, but they, you know they've won close games. They they've it's been coaching. I think as more tape gets on, people will come up with some answers for them. I think they're a really fun, exciting team. I don't see them as a top five team yet. Dan has the Rams at eight. I have them at four. I love the Rams are ahead of the Patriots. This is what a crazy world they should we be. live in. They should Who be. Would have thought uh, right now. Yeah, which takes us to Greg, the final tier, the top tier. What is it called? I don't even remember we called this. These are just the early favorites. These are the teams. <laughs> this is called oh, Screaming Headlines. Give me a break. You take guys it, are off doing another. your own thing. I'm adding this up and trying to get to makeup on time. I just like I just take sent another it out. Early favorites is innovative. It is a success, Greg. Good job by you. It does. It sets out. Uh, well, here's goal, the thing. I don't buy in. Educate. Tells it, it like it is. I don't really buy into these tiers. That's why. Because to me. The, <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, now he's hitting out here. No, 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 I'm not. I'm the one that set him up. But I don't really believe that one through 13, there's any difference. Number one is Kansas City Chiefs. Denver Broncos at two. Pittsburgh Steelers at three. Green Bay Packers at four. I think you could throw in all these top 13 teams or so. And they're all about the same. It's it is uh yeah, if it's they're a bit, if they're playing each up. other on the on a neutral field, I I wouldn't be stunned to see any result. Not but the so games far. aren't played on a neutral field, and they're not playing on television either. Well, they are in they're London, and Mexico City, but someone's field got lost there a little bit. Okay. Green Bay's managed <laughs> the schedule very well despite injuries, so they yeah. should get better. Pittsburgh suddenly got a top you know ten defense, top two right now in terms of points allowed, and the Broncos at two are the team I kind of. have my eyes on mm. as a, as a potential a Super Bowl winning team. Um, and that's why the games aren't played on paper. That's what I was looking for. Got it. You got there. Not played in your television on a neutral field or on paper. They're played at someone's home field. That's accurate. Unless it's the Super Bowl. Or, a, or a an international field. game, which is absolutely neutral. But that's right. technically a home game for someone. I mean, so is StubHub. Mostly the Jags. The Stub Toe ref in a big spot? Raiders I mean, got it. You know, I think the Raiders are hosting uh, the Patriots in in Mexico this year. The Chiefs, yeah. by the way, were unanimously number one, which I think Chris Wesseling, if he's listening, might 
I don't know, Blanchett a little. He Damn was, you. He, he, Damn you all to hell. He was just hoping for the Redskins <laughs> to win last night because he's not really buying that the Chiefs are some juggernaut, you know, Super Bowl favorite. He thinks they're a fine team. But, but, but also yeah, all of us, all of us either. are saying that, that number one does not yeah. equal out to be a dominant Super Bowl favorite either. I think well, they got, right they got the Broncos, missing. the Steelers, the Patriots, all these teams in the AFC right behind them. This is something we weren't saying this time last year. The AFC is wide open. That wow. feels good. I think the NFC is. When too. was the last time that happened? Well, I'm just more on the on Patriots the Patriots side, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, and we'll see what happens. All right, there you go, the power poll, and we'll revisit this at the halfway point of the season. All right, before uh, we wrap things up, it is time to bring it back. Week three. Yes. It's back. The subreddit super contest. <laughs> All right. Quick refresher. We have two game tickets to any regular season game on the 2017 NFL schedule. All you have to do, if you're uh, if you were picked by the loose cannon on our subreddit, which you can get at um, Reddit uh, and then the Around the NFL group, sign up for that subreddit. Tamposi, she sent out a thread. People signed up for that thread. She picked three names at random from that thread, and now we have the first person up. Uh, that gets a chance to win two game tickets. They just have to get four questions right. Greg is already chewing his fingernails. He's saying, end this thing. We need our show back. But it's all dependent <laughs> on the listeners. Today's the day. It happens today. I thought you were going to say Greg is already tuning out. <laughs> well, that's true, too. <laughs> accurate. All right, Tamposi, who do we got first? All right. We have um, Chris from Buffalo. Chris. Let me grab him. It's great. Chris is going to do it. He's going to win. Hmm. He's going to answer. You think this is there, it? Chris? This is it. Yes, I am. All right. All right. Colleen called her shot. She says you're going to be the winner, so congratulations, Chris. Oh, well, thanks, Greg. I'm That's locking better. up Chris. Uh, okay. Wow. doesn't really work it up. in nice. this scenario. But. Uh, Chris, are you a Bills fan? Uh, no, Dan. I actually sit on the throne of these. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. So if anyone needs a good thing to happen, it's Chris from Buffalo. Yes. Um, no, Chris, best of luck to you. You know the rules, right? Yes, I do. All right. Chris, a Patriots fan from Buffalo. Here we go. This perennial league superpower is on pace to finish with the worst total defense since the 1970 league merger. Uh, That would be the New England Patriots. (laughs) You did it. Oh, it worked out perfectly. (laughs) Yes, you're correct. He's just trying to stick it to you. Don't don't let it bother you. (laughs) It's not going to affect me. Uh, All right, question two. Three away. In week five, we are scheduled to see three rookies (laughs) starting at quarterback in the NFL. I just need you to name two of them. Deshaun Kaiser and uh, Deshaun Watson. That's correct. You did it. Halfway home. Halfway there. Super challenging questions so far. You've overcome a lot. Who's the third one? I can't remember. Mitchell Trubisky. See that? I would have said Ah, go all three, but – but I'm glad I didn't. Let's let's yeah, keep let's something. Uh, Erica, let's keep that droning synthesizer playing because I feel like it starts to affect the nerves of the contestant <laughs> as we go deeper. Not that I'm rooting against no. our friend. Yeah, no, no, you're not rooting against the throne of ease at all, Dan. <laughs> Question <laughs> I like this. Question three. Name the NFL star. By the way, this is the around the NFL podcast question so for the listeners out there name the nfl star who famously blocked dan and greg on twitter 
then reverse those blocks after a heart-to-heart conversation on the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Whoa! Yeah. Hello. Ding. I said, keep the synthesizer going, Erica. That that it's not necessarily uh, an easy question. You gotta make sure, you know you gotta be with us in the off season and all that. Yeah, it's not easy. You're well, one I away. Listening about a year ago. So, See? You know, See? If you guys went outside that realm. I'd be, I'd be mm, cooked. Very Thank lucky. You. Very. He can taste those Patriots tickets. This is Chris. Is that the name? Sorry. Yeah. Chris from Buffalo is three quarters of the way home. One more. Let's do it. One more. Chris, you could do Hold it. Hold on. Let me get let me get a celebration drop in case we we're getting this. Wow. wow that feels, oh, feels no. a little jinxy. Jinx a little jinxy. Wow. Hold on. Tamposi. Dev- we I, need thought, a- I, I, I already jinxed myself. I was texting my wife about what game we're going to go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Well, this, this is go to Mexico. Welcome to the mindset of a <laughs> Patriot fan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're not wrong. All right, so one question away. End this, please. For all of us, really. <laughs> we all win here if you Colleen's win. now joining in. <laughs> Are you ready? It's yep, killing me. I am. Two game tickets anywhere <laughs> in the country. But no, no airfare and accommodation. Right? No, no, not, not uh-uh, close. No, that's on you. <laughs> no, so you might want to pick a Foxborough game. All right, the final question in the subreddit super contest is an audio clue. Name this former rookie of the year. Um, yeah, I feel great. I, mean, I think Coach Coach Clark's done a great job with us in the weight room, and then um, Coach Jay's done a great job, you know, taking care of us out on the practice field. Uh, some people like to call this the grind. Um, you can call it the fine because you figure out what you got, and I think we got some good stuff. Who is it? Can you play it one more time for me, please? Okay, one more time. Um, yeah, I feel great. I, mean, I think Coach Coach Clark's done a great job with us in the weight room, and then um, Coach Jay's done a great job, you know, taking care of us out on the practice field. Uh, some people like to call this the grind. Um, you can call it the fine because you figure out what you got, and I think we got some good stuff. I think he got me, but I'll go with uh, Andrew Luck. That is incorrect! Oh, and you know what no. I want to hear? Erica, you know what I want to hear? I want the throne of alien invasion. <laughs> That's oh, the drop. Oh, say goodbye to Chris. He's gone. Bye, Chris. You wanted it's a drop, so Tamposi? You get a drop. Patriots 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> I see how this works. Dan setting up, uh, setting up softballs. On a, on a T for the first three questions. Uh, hey, spoiler I, alert! No one's getting that one. I no don't know why. That one. Not, we we I, pulled some people I, in the I office. Had to think really, got it. Greg is Salt Bay over here. No, no, I, um, I'm, I'm making a prediction. I, I I would struggle with that. I mean, I I think I would get it in the end, but yeah. We asked the multiple people in the studio or in this office. Multiple people just played it back and asked them, and uh, three people knew. So these that, are NFL employees, though. You know. Oh, that know this show. It's the way oh. it is. And this is the subreddit super contest. One of them was me. Right. All right. Colleen was so excited uh, that the throne of sleeves took another hit that she just took off. She's she gone. Gone. I mean, from the sound of it, she sounded so disgusted with this segment that she just had to not be part of it anymore. But that is absolutely interpre- not true. Interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Greg. Um, all right. Here we go. Next contestant 
loose cannon is we have uh jimmy from michigan jimmy from michigan what's up buddy welcome to the around the nfl podcast thank you this is this is crazy this is so exciting all right who's welcome your, who's your team the bears sadly the, the, isn't it funny we've taken what like seven bears. or eight callers now and very few have been actually fans of the teams in the city or state they're calling from interesting i'm a transplant yep family yep. from illinois so all right, so you are the second caller today, just so you know. Uh, okay. So you, you've already got a little bit of luck on your side. Let's see if you can keep riding it. Let's go, Jimmy! Let's go, Jimmy! Do it! All right, let's go. This perennial league superpower is on pace to finish with the worst total defense since the 1970 merger. Uh, it's got to be the Patriots, right? One for one. All right. Great In, job, Jimmy. Jimmy. In week five. We are scheduled to see three rookies starting at quarterback in the NFL. Name two of them. Oh, come on. Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Jimmy's got some Way. swagger. You could have gone all three. Oh. You could have gone all three, right? Jimmy I from Michigan. Yeah. Halfway home on the subreddit. Super contest. Na- name the NFL star who famously – Block Dan and Greg on Twitter, then reverse those blocks after a heart-to-heart conversation on the Around the NFL podcast. Oh, that is um, all-star quarterback Derek Carr for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. oh, this guy's flying. Jimmy from Michigan is I mean, flying. Technically pro bowl, you know, all-star is baseball. We'll, He's we'll gone. Give, we'll give you no, that. No, no we're kidding. Not. We're kidding. Way to go, Jimmy. Greg You're extends the, the contest. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're doing great. You're no, doing Greg's great. right, though. That That is not the correct way to <laughs> – no, 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 no. He nailed that. I meant all-star is in one of the best in the league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. absolutely. You is. got it, absolutely. Jimmy. <laughs> all right, this Ooh. is for all the bananas. Let's go, Jimmy. You ready, Jimmy? I am just hoping that I can end the segment for Greg. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Here we go. Yep. Shut up, Greg. Get it together. Name this former rookie of the year um yeah i feel great i mean i think coach coach clark's done a great job with us in the weight room and then um coach jay's done a great job you know taking care of us out on the practice field uh some people like to call this the grind um you call it the fine because you figure out what you got and i think we got some good stuff jimmy can i hear it one more time one more time um, yeah, I feel great. I, mean, I think Coach Coach Clark's done a great job with us in the weight room, and then um, Coach Jay's done a great job, you know, taking care of us out on the practice field. Uh, some people like to call this the grind. Um, you can call it the fine because you figure out what you got, and I think we got some good stuff. Come on, Jimmy. Uh, I heard Coach Jay, which makes me think Washington, but I couldn't tell you what. Rookie of the year they have. Am I allowed to ask if it's offense or defense? No, just give us an answer. Uh, uh, uh Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, oh, get rid of him. Darn it. You were so close, and you put it together very nicely too. But yes, but we can stop the music, Erica. Yeah, Greg is flustered. <laughs> well. I mean, I think that I think there's one logic trap there is that someone is looking at that clip and saying, who has been a rookie of the year under Jay Gruden? And that did not happen when with with RG3. 
And so you could get caught up in your mind, but you have to hear the voice and recognize that voice but, and the little catchphrase business. I mean, if he took it far enough to say, Jay, Jay Gruden. He got close. Redskins, rookie of the year. Yeah. Listen, you can't feel bad for him. I feel yep. bad for him, but you can't say that you, know, you should have had the it. The trick is the Coach Clark throws you off because that's the strength coach and no one knows. Well, you got to back. You got to erase that from the mind. All right. We are now down to the final opportunity for a listener. Oh, my goodness. It has come down to this. Uh, Erica, who do we have on the line? The final contestant for Tuesday's show. We have Kumar from D.C. Kumar from D.C. Welcome to the Around the NFL podcast. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Kumar. What uh, or who is your team? The St. Louis Rams. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not a good sign. They are the Los Angeles Rams now. Kumar already in I trouble. That's, I don't know if we can. That felt like a protest of the move. Right. We can get you tickets to. very a- much a protest. There you go. All right. There we he go. We can get you tickets to any NFL uh, regular season game. We cannot get you a St. Louis Rams game, unfortunately. Sad. That's true. That's yeah. True. All right. So you know the rules, right, Kumar? You got to get four in a row right uh, to be a champion. Um, let's do it. Please. Okay. Greg is really counting on you now. The perennial league superpower, th- excuse me, this perennial league superpower is on pace to finish with the worst total defense since the 1970 merger. Who are the New England Patriots? Yes. Well, I like it. Jeopardy, Jeopardy in a question. Yes. Kumar's kind of a wild card, and I like it. <laughs> Up next. In week five, we are scheduled to see three rookies starting at quarterback in the NFL. Name two of them. Deshaun Watson and Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Here we go. Halfway home. Name the NFL star who famously blocked Dan and Greg on Twitter, then reversed those blocks after a heart-to-heart conversation on the Around the NFL podcast. Oh, man. I know you guys got blocked. I don't know if you got reversed, but Derek Carr. That's good. Come on. Way to raise the tension there with the oh man. I like he had it. Greg on his feet. And I want uh, Christian behind the glass. If Kumar does not get this question right, let's get really tight on Greg's face for his reaction. Okay. Well, now I'm going to just not give this you This is any. our video show. Uh, Kumar, are you Washington State or Washington, D.C.? D.C. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Kumar? This is an audio clue. Name this former rookie of the year. Um, yeah, I feel great. I, mean, I think Coach Coach Clark's done a great job with us in the weight room, and then um, Coach Jay's done a great job, you know, taking care of us out on the practice field. Uh, some people like to call this the grind. Um, you can call it the fine because you figure out what you got, and I think we got some good stuff. Kumar, what do you got? Can you play that again? All right, one more time. Um, yeah, I feel great. I, mean, I think Coach Coach Clark's done a great job with us in the weight room, and then um, Coach Jay's done a great job, you know, taking care of us out on the practice field. Uh, some people like to call this the grind. Um, you can call it the fine because you figure out what you got, and I think we got some good stuff. Kumar, um, this one's hard. <sighs> I would like to say Zeke. Ouch. <laughs> oh, Kumar. Bye, so Kumar. Sorry. So sorry. All right. It's from D.C. The answer, 
guys, everybody, Robert Griffin III. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I don't think it was an easy one, but no. you're from D. I don't know how long he's been in D.C., but he would have had a lot of RG3 on his TV. The voice wasn't recognizable, and I feel like I know his voice, and just for whatever reason, that clip, it, it just seemed flat well, out yourself, a little bit. I thought that sounded just like RG3. One of the most famous players in the NFL for about a three- or four-year period. Known for saying cheesy things like the grind and the find and all that stuff. He mentioned there's a Coach Jay reference, which is Jay Gruden, his old coach. And we told you that he was not his coach when he was yeah. rookie of the year, though. So and I, and I, that's true. I think it's good. I, I would argue the first three questions, if you're if you're bathed in football, were kind of layups. And so I'm all right with the fourth one being a little tougher. All right, Greg, it's coming back next oh, yeah. Tuesday. Well, all four people that have tweeted at me uh, in support of it will be excited. <laughs> well, actually, I was on uh, a, ha- a tweet thread where uh, literally there I'm were dozens kidding. upon dozens I'm of people. Kidding. Yeah, got that salt. I mean, out. you're that salt you're shaker's out today. You're exaggerating. Got that salt shaker out. Dozens and dozens. I want to check. Yeah, <laughs> okay, a little much. Okay. I, 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 I've been, been won over by this and would like to see it go deep into <laughs> June, July, potentially August, yeah, next, next September. Season. Let's go into next. It season. is up to the listeners to end the contest, uh, but. It is not over yet, and that is a beautiful thing. All right, we will be back on Thursday with a recap of the uh, uh, Thursday night football matchup between uh, those Patriots and Bucks, and then a recap, and then a preview of all the Week Five games. Uh, so make sure you you check that out, everybody, and thank you for listening. And just a reminder uh, that the live stream—it's not really live, but whatever—of uh, this program is uh, on 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at NFL.com slash ATN video. And another reminder that uh, our NFL Pick'em Show, which is uh, the NFL Network program that we are a part of, airs on Saturdays at 9 Eastern, 2 p.m. Eastern, and 11 p.m. Eastern. And then one more time at Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, leading into Connie Fox and her game day morning uh, program. So thank Boom. you uh, to everyone that listens and make sure uh, you uh, get into that subreddit. If you think if you're sick of this uh, contest, get in there and end it. And let's end this show. Stan hands is signing off for quiet storm. Connie Fox, the boss, the loose cannon behind the glass, Christian Anderson and everybody else. And so long, Mr. Tom Petty. I will miss you until Thursday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.